Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I was just recounting. This is Carrie, by the way. (laughs) Thanks for having me back. Thank you for being here. Um, Your life has changed forever. Well, I'm very, I'm in a frazzled state right now. Mm -hmm. I can't find my car keys. I think I had to, I think they might be in my car, but I had to Uber over here in the nick of time. (laughs) One Uber, please. One Uber, please. There's a lot going on in West Hollywood right there's now. So much going there's on. pride. There's pride the life weekends, cycle. Yeah. So there's traffic everywhere. The and literal I'd, life cycle ends like, like on at your the entrance of my apartment. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like they're outside your door. They cycle. They cycle through, through the apartment. courtyard. They all they, run over me. <laughs> they cycle through the through one entrance of the courtyard uh-huh. and out the other. But like you know, I'm hightailing it over here. I'm like looking around, and then I get to you, and all I wanted to do was talk about what I just saw, mm-hmm. which was Lady Gaga. I'm so jealous. My boyfriend Simon got me it for my birthday. When's we, your birthday? It, was it happened. April. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it already happened. But he surprised me a few months ago and was like, I'm just going to tell you what I'm doing for you. And then we went. Magical. It, Where'd you stay? We stayed at the Cosmopolitan. Love. Which was so nice. And I, mean, I haven't been there, but it looks chic. It's like it's like Blade Runner. It's like so hot. Like there, it's in this part of the strip that is very new and mm-hmm. like there's the aria and all and they're just all really imposing and they all have balcony so we had a balcony on like the 32nd floor yeah um tony's loving this tony is in a crate he's adjusting to it i have a crate now downstairs where i pod so that he can be privy to the goings on I can't, I can't even look at him right now, though. You can't make eye contact with him because it will start him on a journey of like protesting. Yeah. Also, I just can't look at him going. (laughs) I know. It's like he really pulls at the heartstrings. But the fact of the matter is he's okay in there. Now, see, you looked at him. I mean, he has a plush pad in there. He's really, it's plushed out. Oh, look at him. He's being dramatic. He He loves a crate. Dramatic son. He is so dramatic. Um, he went to the vet today and had a great time. I'm proud he of him. Hugely impressed everyone. Were really, you proud? He's so chill. I was very proud. I said, I'm so proud of you. You did a great job today. Did he? And I think he probably heard you say it. Yeah, he did. 
And everyone was like, remark. I love when people remark. I'm like, oh. They were like, oh, he has such a good temperament. Yeah. He's he, so he chill. He really does have like instant calming vibes when you hold him. He's a true prescription. Yeah. Pad. Oh, look, he's good now. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, but yeah, it was great. It was at the Park MGM. Everyone should go. She's there. I was just saying she's there for two years, which I had yeah, no idea no about. Yeah, there's no excuse not to go. I thought it was two weeks, and no. then I was like, well, I guess I won't see it, but yeah. no, I'll go. I think it'll probably be like... It was so expensive like, I know. this time around. Because I was there, there's a show which was right after my birthday right. that weekend. And I was like, maybe I do this. And then it was like, maybe I don't. Yeah. I mean, it was... I think some seats were going for $6,000. Like, I'm it was sure. crazy. And it wasn't even... It's like a 1200 You know, it's not like <sighs> I a, love like an intimate space like that. Yeah. I mean, you could feel the... It was pretty crowded, but it felt like... Because last time I saw her was Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. So, like, just yeah, the difference. And she was... You know, we were standing room, which was, I think, the best way to go. Mm-hmm. And she was so close. And, like... First of all, she's so tiny in person, which I'd forgotten. Five foot two. Yeah, five foot two. <laughs> five foot two on Netflix streaming. Um, she and my boyfriend noticed like when she stands. I didn't even. I was like, oh, she does do that. She like, it's like a, I think it's like performance thing. But even when she's just standing and talking to the crowd, she's like p- pushing her chest out. Mm. She's kind of like standing, almost like she's like. Forward? On her tippy toe, yeah, like her body is forward, and it like, I think it makes her seem bigger. Wow, I don't know. It's like it's all very. I don't know. She's just really compelling to watch, and obviously, I was freaking out. She's and a true star, surrounded by my little monster brethren and sisters, and you know, I put my fucking paws up. Yeah, I did at first. I was like, if you put a pop, that's just like your claw hand, right? Yeah, it's three. Oh, it's just three. It's like. And she, it only happens when she instructs you to. Okay. So like she, that, there are rules. Yeah. I mean, there were cues. There were like things that she said that I didn't even know. So I was like, maybe I'm not that much of a little monster. But then I was. Yeah. As soon as she said, put your paws up, I was like, <laughs> the first time I was hesitant. And then the rest of the time I was like, yes. It was like you were a dog in that moment. Yeah, I was. Where she instructed you to do something. Yeah. She also like was just so funny. And there was, you know, there's this whole uh anime storyline going on with the enigma with her it's like it's it's cheesy as hell but it's so fun mm-hmm. and she doesn't take it seriously and she at one point commanded the audience to scream go fuck yourself at her <sighs> she was like i want to hear it i want to feel it and like if you hate me like i want to hear it. you know what i mean like she just and then she was like after everyone said that she goes good was that good for you was that what you <laughs> needed and she goes obviously i've been to therapy so I think this is what we all needed. Like, it was just like... I love her. Right? I was like, oh my God. A and queen like, in our midst. She like wanted... It was just very... I don't know. She's brilliant. I love it. She is brilliant. Yeah. And it's two and a half hours. Ugh, so that's you like get a, your bang. Like almost as long as a dead show. Oh my God. <laughs> it's <laughs> like fish. That. Does she have a set break? Yeah, she has like a band that are really amazing. One of her set breaks was just pure heavy metal. Like it was Sick. just these guys, like this hot lead guitarist without a shirt on, and then these like kind of middle aged men. And they were just like, Durr! it was like really heavy. Chic. She did a David Bowie cover of uh, I'm Afraid of Americans that was awesome, which she did with this like keyboardist. 
Sorry, this is. Like, <laughs> I, love, I hope everyone's getting a great. You've gone full little monster. I was fully, yeah. I what was. What was the song where she you storied her like doing something with her leg? Oh no, she just at one point she uh, she was wearing this like it almost looked like Mila Jovovich's bandage outfit, mm-hmm. but like glittery. So she looked so you. her body looked amazing. And she, she like clearly is doing so many Pilates and yoga and like I need to do whatever she's doing. Mm-hmm. But she at one point just shoved her foot into this guitar and was strumming it with her like heel. Chic. And then playing the piano. Like she was just going like that. And then at one point she was just going like riffing. And then she just put her foot down and just looked at the guy and went and walked off. And everyone was like... Ah! It's amazing. That's it's like incredible. her play. It's Gaga's playground, and we're just playing in it. I love it when people just go crazy on stage. Yeah, like I love because like it feels very raw and in the moment, and mm-hmm. like I love ugly performance. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important. We were kind of saying that. Yeah, offline. she com- she comes out. You know, she comes out swinging. She's in like it looks like alien, like elongated skull. She's wearing this like very unflattering, chunky, like you know, looks like chainmail almost. This big suit. And she's just with holding a keyboard guitar, just swinging around. And she's just, you know, pushing her little feet out like frogs. And it's not like you can just tell she's like, I know this isn't flattering, but I don't care. Like, I love a blatantly unsexy yeah. move. And it was sexy because, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was so it's unsexy that it was. how unsexy it is. Yeah. yeah. And I was sexy thinking because it's so confident and you're right. just like, I'm going to do this weird fucking thing. And like not, she just had her, like her lips. She was doing like fish mouth with like neon art. She was going bop, bop. And I was thinking no one, no other like pop star of that is like doing is, is okay. Like being that. No. Weird. I don't know. Katy Perry just literally, I saw her. She just <laughs> runs back and forth. Yeah. She's just on, she's fully just like running, sprinting around, like Denise. trying so hard. She's just running. Denise. She runs and then sits on something and then gets up and runs again. And it's like... <sighs> yeah, she's like a hamster in a cage. I mean, Pink was like that, too. Pink, but she does, like, acrobat. Yeah, we... Pink is, like, a, on another level. Have you told your listeners does. that you saw Pink? Oh, yeah. And we saw it together last year, and it was yeah. like, we were... Yeah. You were weeping at one I point. Cried. I turned, and, and Laura was... Tears streaming down my face. <laughs> pink got me. We all were Pink heads after. Yeah. She's wild. Yeah, she's fucking wild. Um, but she's like sexy. Yeah, it's like. But it's like acrobat. It's uh-huh. like a different genre. Beyonce is like full choreographed wind machine. There's nothing like it. And the dances is incredible. Yeah, it's like perfection. Britney is like, God help our queen. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's just getting through it. She's getting through it. <laughs> she's doing her. <laughs> You and gotta Katie, give her, you got to give it up to her for that. Katy Perry, who makes a cameo in this episode of High Society. Oh my God, yeah. Um, to bring it all back around full circle. But we'll get to that in a second. But Katy Perry does, she's just panting. And she's going, how's everyone feeling tonight? You know, like she's just, her face is like, she's got the rosy cheeks. How's everyone feeling? Runs out to the middle, screams things, and then runs yeah. back to the other side of the stage. Tonight, we are all together here. <laughs> everyone is welcome in my house. You know, it's just, like, yeah. just very performative, like, you know. Um, in commi- lieu of any sort of dancing yeah. or even she good shoots, singing. She just shoots, like, confetti out of her, her like, cone titties. Yeah, and, just, and like, like, does something, <laughs> si- like, plays, like, a silly basketball game. 
but like with a huge with a, basketball that's right. like the size of a dining table. And comes out like wearing like a bald cap at one point and is yeah. like, ha 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 ha. And then like runs around. <laughs> didn't you say, this could be <laughs> off the record, but didn't you say Florence was just running around? Florence is also a runner. She's, you can cut this she out. She runs, but... <laughs> she's barefoot. It's very ethereal. It's a different kind of run energy. She lives, she runs like she's in the sound of music, like running up a hill yeah. and then like staring out and then running up another hill and then just like dancing barefoot it's like a fairy yeah yeah a fairy a fairy i felt i felt like kind of florence was like if i imagine like if Kristen doty went to go see florence in the machine she would feel like moved in the same way that like fleetwood mac moves her it's a different kind katie is desperately running around yeah she's like katie's doing full-blown cardio katie knows she has to work (laughs) yeah because look, Katie's she's made some bops. She's like hey, she's a queen, yeah. but she like she knows that like I'm gonna keep this moment. I'm gonna keep this momentum, and I'm gonna run around. Yeah. You know, like it's she's like doing, her doing whatever it takes. She's doing like suicides, yeah. like on the basketball court. Uh, yeah, that's just that's the perfect like summation of her whole career. Mm-hmm. It's just her being like it's her running and shout singing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Just like weird accents. Yeah, she went at one point. Like, got I think she called her mom. Maybe like a prank call. It's a lot of like prankster. It caters, I think, to like a young audience. Yeah, but I still loved it. I'd go back. Yeah. Wow. She's like you know like how Ellen is a prankster. Mm -hmm. Like she's like oh they're so they love their prank. (laughs) They love pranks. They love to prank. I'm I'm afraid to say anything about Ellen. I know. I feel like I feel like I've said things about Ellen that have shown how I feel about her without having to explicitly say it and I'm terrified yeah. that like she'll But I watch her me. sorry, what were you saying? I'm just terrified that she'll like Yeah she'll have her revenge on me yet. Yeah, she's like a slow like, she's a slow burner revenge. She's like <laughs> she knows or ha- I believe she like has ears everywhere that they like then write down in Ellen's like burn book like names of people that have wronged her and it's just like paid thousands and thousands of uh-huh. pages but it's like cross-referenced within her like archives yeah it's like Gilead like yeah. eyes she yeah I but I watch her videos every day like almost every day I love day. the Ellen show <laughs> <laughs> I don't love it, but like I I'll, I'll, I'll like every like few days I'll watch like like today just a few hours ago I was watching Jen Aniston's most recent because it comes it's like the most well the thing recent is, YouTube you know like yeah. featured YouTube and like the interviews are good like I like her interview style and like I like her show and her persona but it's like just from what I've heard allegedly yeah. like it's not like she's not as nice as she seems <laughs> that's all I've heard. I've heard from someone who's heard. Yeah, no, she's she. You can tell there's like a an edge to her, but that that's. But be, like, I I don't blame her. Like, she's look. She's a she's a lady. She's in a lesbian the industry, and she's, she's been at it for a long fucking time. She's had to like. Did you ever see Mister Wrong? I loved that. Yeah, movie. with uh, Bill Pullman. Yeah, yeah. Who was so hot in that? So era. hot, and it's and just like a I believe classic. Them. Yeah. Like I'll I even, believe them. I'll even rewatch it and yeah. be like, "They're straight." Even also, though yeah, she ain't. And the Ellen Show was funny. Yeah, like it was a great show. But no, she's a trailblazer for sure, and like I have a lot of respect for her. But yeah, I 
the gen but like it's weird watching interviews of like people who are friends like she whenever she has like jen anison on she's like your birthday party was great you know mm-hmm. or like and then jan's like well oh oh like oh Ellie. you know and like she's flattering her and jen's just like oh thank you so oh you know it's just like yeah jen does that like, like oh. Oh, we had we had fun we had fun we had fun in uh cabo yeah margaritas. margaritas yeah i love jen aniston i just picture her with like a margarita in her hand yeah i picture jen aniston like tripping over like a little stone a little two stone on her back terrace mm-hmm. and like at dusk and like tripping over like a patio furniture yeah just going like oh shit being, yeah totally yeah. oh shit i'm just being like clots laughing but no one's there yeah <laughs> like, laughs and laughs. lets out a little giggle she's like it's like she's waiting for the laugh track yeah she's always rachel always she was born rachel she'll never not be Mm-mm. done and I feel like for a while, maybe she tried to, which I understand, she tried to, but I feel like she's leaning in more. Yeah. And just I am, go with it. I, for one, am ready to watch her and Tig Notaro be a lesbian president and first lady couple. Where are they doing that? Oh, they're doing a show on one of the streamings where Jen is the president and Tig is the first lady. Major. Speaking of major, so this episode of High Society is fucking wild it's wild so so many things are happening yet nothing happens it's keying up to give it you like all the revelations but what i noticed about this episode was that it was they clearly filmed the pilot like months earlier because the budget seems so much bigger for this and the production seems more cohesive like they the editing is so much better than this episode the editing is but i think they're (laughs) jumping back and forth in time and a lot of things like i think all this stuff with jules was probably filmed over the course of like a day like her getting kicked out of that hotel it probably was like all day she just like railed on people Uh and then at 2 a.m they finally were like leave yeah and they play that out all season i think that's actually that's probably what happened but um, oh speaking of jewels i was doing deep dives to see like what i could find which was not much but i did see some articles that she had said that all of her um all of her sound bites were taken out of context Oh, my God. And then this one website had published, like, the actual quotes that she had given, which was, she said, I didn't want to go to one club because there was going to be rap music and black guys, and I only like white guys. I use the N-word sometimes, but I really think it should be okay to say. If a guy can say whore, they should be able to say the N-word, which is still not great to say. (laughs) I that love was, she's like it's out of context you don't know what i whole thing that i said i only say it like on mondays yeah and then she goes but the thing is i don't say it derogatorily like i say it like i say dude and sometimes i do say it angrily <laughs> so you say it then so she so is, you fully use the <laughs> n-word a fucking white supremacist yeah oh my god the quote is long and then she's you know a, what i remember i actually do remember I think I've been on this site. I love doubling down, being like, you took it out of context. I only say it every other day. Yeah. Here's what I truly No, said. I'm definitely not tolerant. I definitely am picky about who I want to be around. And if I don't want to be around somebody, I'm, go- I'm not going to make it work out. I don't like to waste my time with people I don't want to be with. I think I'm a little bit obsessive compulsive, especially when it comes to the way that people look. So I love she's rationalizing racism with being ocd yeah and i would prefer to look at someone who's more like one of my friends my friends do not tend to be homosexuals and unattractive and fat people 
So you're cool. a fucking bigot, you're a homophobic, piece of shit, racist, white supremacist, anti-Semite, because you have OCD. Mm-hmm. Cool. Makes sense. Go fuck yourself, Jules. <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. Coming to you live from a wind tunnel, it's Jules Kirby. Like She's like... Yeah. Like, just being blown about. How? And she... I'm not going to excuse being like, oh, she was a kid when she did this. She was like... She was like 35. <laughs> so she's ageless what's so great about this episode is that it's i think they they tried i love they try and make narrative where there is none okay so i love tinsley's uh carrie bradshaw voiceovers i'm about to take you into a world where nothing is as perfect as it seems but she's like she's (laughs) like unpacking your life is especially weird when you're trying to like (laughs) She's like, anything can make you remember it. A bowl, a picture frame. <laughs> a bowl is what I had in my notes. Yeah. A bowl or a picture frame. And then they cut out and you see... Like a bowl. Or a picture frame. And then on Tinsley's wall in this new apartment is a f- f- painting of a founding father. Probably that she, I Mortimer. think that she comes from a line of founding fathers. Or Topper definitely did. Yeah, but it's like, it's just, it's so like, you are... You're in your early 30s. Like, this is your, like, you want this aesthetic? Yeah, all her furniture is still grandma furniture, but in like a newfangled apartment. So there's like just a real clash of sensibilities. What I want. Her bookshelves are so empty. I know. It's just like lion sculptures on there, like those kind of like chintzy, like lion Uh things. What I want most in my apartment that is is a terrifying portrait of my ancestor. That's what I want. Greeting me every every day when I walk in. Yeah. Like your ancestors that definitely like were in slavery. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because she's from fucking Richmond. You learn a lot about yourself when you're unpacking things and starting over. Like a bowl. Like a bowl. (laughs) Or a picture frame. (laughs) And then it's you see her and and Alex or Dabney. Dabney. Dabney are like unpacking her horrible, like, I think fairly garish her like antique furniture yeah but it's like not cute antique furniture no, it's, it's like, like stuffy and haunted yeah <laughs> it's cursed it's fully cursed um they're like <laughs> unpacking just like taking paper out of like a box yeah and dabney's like mm, i'm painting my nails tinsley says this great thing i can never wear flat right, shoes flat shoes which is a lie because later in the episode she's wearing like converse yeah she's like i'm even when i'm barefoot I have to be on my tippy toes because flat feet, I just, and she goes, <laughs> love that. A bold faced lie. <laughs> like what a ball. You, as a woman, how does that make you feel? Um, I mean, I know women that like love their heels, yeah. but I'm already tall. So I feel sometimes like garishly huge in a heel. Yeah. Cause I'll just go to like, be like six seven right and then i feel like <laughs> that tall awkward girl so i just don't usually wear a heel yeah i mean if, if but like if i love that it. for tins and i think she's really small so she yeah. like works in a heel if she wants that i support it yeah. that's her journey and i respect it you know what do you tins but, like, but then she <laughs> i just love imagining her like tippy-toeing around her apartment yeah with her founding father painting staring at her um paul and jules meet at the flat hotel which yeah. is like I think I've I think I've walked by it before. We've all, like we've all walked by, yeah. I feel like. It's like it feels like a weird European like It's like a European like hostel. Yeah. But like not. And there's like a vending machine probably right behind them that we can't see. But she Paul's like, I wanna meet Jules. Sorry. <laughs> Paul's like, I wanna meet <laughs> I'm gonna I, meet Jules. I'm here to meet Jules to 
to bury the hatchet. Yeah. And then Jules comes blowing in. Yeah. And she's like, hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. And there's still, there's some affection in her voice. They love hating each other. Yeah. It gives them like purpose and meaning. Hi, Paul. And he goes, hi, Jules. And well, she's I wearing- think they're also like being told what to do in this scene. Yeah. Like, so it's like, you're going to have an argument and like get in a fight. And I think that they truly like, like, they're both kind of coming at it with like a bit of a sense of humor, yeah. but then they also like have to have this fight. Yeah. And that also I think that he does have angry feelings towards yeah. her and she does towards him, but it's like very clearly produced. Yeah. And they don't she's not wearing a back. <laughs> she's wearing a backless top. Oh yeah. And Just he goes in the midday. I'm glad you came. That was big of you. Yeah. And then she sits down and they just stare at each other goes, for like so thirty want, seconds. What do you have to say to me? And he goes, Nothing. I don't apologize for anything I did. <laughs> I don't apologize for anything I said to you, the way I treated you, how I got in your face. I do apologize to Alex for throwing things in her face, but not to you. And then Jules goes, Okay, I'm not gonna stand for this. And she gets up and he goes, Fine, have fun at your have fun with your crackberry. She goes No, he she goes she goes, Whatever, Paul, like I'm not some freak. Like she's like, You're delusional. You think I'm like talking about oh, you yeah. all the time. Like I'm not. And he goes, I don't think you're talking about me, but don't call me delusional. Yeah, he, she's she like She goes, Then don't steal phones. Like you're just always stealing phones. And he, he goes, goes, I don't need your crackberry. I have I'm my an iPhone. iPhone. Back when iPhone was like When I iPhones had like come out two years prior and yeah. they were necessity but he goes and then jules gets up and walks out she's like i don't have to take this yeah and he goes bye jules nice, nice hair. bag and great hair <laughs> great bag jules and nice hair nice bag and great hair which truly i think it was maybe 10 years like nine years ago when the show came out i watched the scene and the biggest burn to this day in just my knowledge is nice bag and great hair. That's something I think all about every single day since I've ever seen this episode. Paul's brilliant. He just knows how to turn him out. Nice bag and great hair. Great hair, Jules. And then you just see her like sauntering out. And that With probably not great hair and, and like could... a whatever bag. And I they they flashed to her after like she a little. She hated that burn she looked like she had tears in her eyes yeah like that probably killed her and mm-hmm. that's why i love paul because you know she's like not insecure about much but she is about her hair and her bag and her bag yeah like th- she probably like really wanted to get that bag yeah she probably like walked to the river and mm-hmm. like smoked a cig and it was freezing out and she's wearing like a why is she wearing like a backless shirt <laughs> everyone tinsley also later goes on a date and it's like sleet raining yeah. and she's wearing like a tank top and a skirt with no coat. I feel like it was around the holidays, so maybe it was like one of those weird, like humid days in December. Everyone else was wearing That's coats, true. and the, even the ice skaters were like bundled up. Well, we'll get Tinsley's to that. One <laughs> of those girls that, like, <laughs> like in Chicago, there would be girls like this all the time, where they would just go out in like a spaghetti strap yeah. dress and just be like freezing because yeah. they didn't want to wear a coat because they want to look cute. Yeah, and it's like you're literally gonna get everyone sick with pneumonia because you're freezing that's why jules fucking nice coat check it at the coat check that's why lohan jules has mono yeah because she never wanted to wear a coat she never wanted to wear a coat um bye jules nice Nice bag bag and and great great hair hair. paul Paul, hats off to you paul uh so jules and dabney go and pick out they go to fret (laughs) i think it's frette frette to pick out 
their monogram Mon- sheets. Dabney's like, I think it would be really fun for us to go and get monogram <laughs> sheets and robes and matching robes for our new apartment. I'm like, okay, first of all, you guys are adults. Yeah. This is weird. This is some like... This is bizarre. This is a really specific type of wealthy person that does like monogram everything. Yeah. Like... That does, also, I, does not ever has never computed to me and has never been my journey but i feel like i've known a lot of girls that are just like monogram girls yeah but i mean it's cute i think it's cute sparingly but uh i think to do it with your fucking roommate and when you're living in a hotel yeah is bizarre and also you're in your 30s and Jules is like, every girl I know, most of the girls have like frate sheets, like monograms. Yeah. I love that she's, oh, how over her like interview she is. Like she's not even like trying. She's just sitting there being like, and the camera will whatever. In, yeah. Like, very slowly on her. It's, mm-hmm. The producers just were probably in heaven with this yeah, girl. Yeah, they were but loving she, it. But she's like, but, and she goes, uh, every girl I know, but Dabney picked them out and I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like the font. It's like, okay, that should be the least of your problems. You're getting matching sheets. You're getting monogram sheets with your fucking roommate. Yeah. Not your partner, not like your like just some friend that you're yeah. living with and you're and you're in your late twenties I Are they if, getting their names separately monogrammed or they're getting like J and D? I think they got like a mashup of yeah. both of their names. Yeah. Because later insane. you see that. I'm sorry. Like, if my roommate and I, like, I, I live. That's with, like I live like, with my friend, this guy Mike. <laughs> like, if I, if I was like, hey Mike, I want to get my matching pillows, he would call Cedar Sinai. He would be like, Carrie, I'm fifty one fifty. You. Mike would like, literally Mike, let's monogram. Let's monogram a pillow together. Mike, Mike would be let's like, let's go to Frate and get some monogram sheets. There also those sheets cost minimum a thousand dollars. Like, why? You're gonna live with this girl for, for a maybe week one, for one set. For one week. You're living... Also, not an apartment. A hotel. You're living in a fucking hotel. and They it, have sheets there. They have sheets. They have tons of sheets. I just think it's bizarre and very, like, grow up. Yeah. You need to grow up. They love acting like little girls. Yeah. <laughs> Frate! Monogram. Monogram. Get our monogram sheets. Yeah. J and D. J and D forever. Dabney chose the monograms. I don't like them. Dabney chose the monograms and I don't like the font. <laughs> but like i'm I'm serious like think for a second like i'm trying to think like if i was like to my like i'm that is so bizarre yeah girl or guy mm-hmm. weird yeah i know it doesn't compute get a life get a fucking get life. a fucking life dab me get your sheets with no monogram <laughs> yeah just, how about why don't you just use your hotel sheets and save some money yeah to move into an, an actual apartment and not a hotel whoa then Eloise. we have like at least five minutes of Jules terrorizing a cleaning lady. Yeah, this was actually like kind of hard to watch. This cause... is where things take a dark turn. You're like, oh wow, this like openly racist yeah. woman There's is this... actually horrible and has victimized someone on camera. And then like, I guess the crew just sat around filming yeah. her. Dabney's nervously texting in like the other room. Like, Dabney's like texting clearly Dabney, being like, she's at it again. Yeah, like, clearly Dabney. able to like say anything. Exactly. And clearly Dabney like doesn't Dabney. Dabney. Clear, Dabney. Clearly Dabney is, you know, I think classy and like does not, would never talk to someone like this. But like she's but not, you're not but she's intervening. Yeah. I would go in there and I'd, I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? 
I just don't think I would her. even be around yeah, someone that was true. like doing that in the first place. But she's even if she's doing it for the camera, this woman doesn't know that she's like this. This is just someone trying to do their job, and she is clearly terrified of this girl. Yeah. And at one point, and also it's like fucked. It's just fucked up. I didn't even think of it until you were saying it takes like a dark turn. It's uncomfortable, but like there was an entire crew there yeah. that were like just letting this happen to this poor woman like who's, this woman was being like verbally abused and she's probably like she's probably I, like can't be like no i'm not gonna go clean that she can't like leave her yeah. job or else she's gonna get in trouble and even if it was for the show unless this woman was an actress like i if she's I an actress i nominate her <laughs> for your consideration yeah. because she's on the billboard she, on melrose yeah, yeah she's killing it but I don't think she was an actress. And then Jewel says the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. The woman put the monogram pillow upside down. like the f- And Jules goes, she goes, in our country, we don't spell upside down. And I go, so what country do they do that, Jules? <laughs> yeah. Oz? Like, what the fuck kind of like topsy-turvy world are you talking about? No one writes upside She's down. She's like, this isn't Australia. Like... Are you that makes me like, oh, not only are you a cruel, you're just dumb, you're just a dumb person Mm -hmm. who is like not intelligent, who's like looking to just be like hurtful for no reason. In our country, we we don't spell upside down, like cool, because I don't think any country does that. Literally, no country spells upside down, maybe a country of bats, (laughs) maybe in the land of bats. The kingdom of bats, they spell upside down. Like when they're upside down hanging. I believe hanging. that Jules has been to a country where it does spell upside down. But she thought it was a country, but it was really just like Hades. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, I, 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 that really, not only was that mean, it just was like, wait, what? Yeah. Anyway. So, um, so she just like follows this woman around berating her. Yeah. And she's like, God, it's so fucking stupid. You can't just do your fucking job. Like she was just like, can you just like do a nice job? Not like the yeah. crappy job you usually do. She's like holding like a cable box. And yeah, they've been there for a day. She's holding like a bunch yeah. of cords <laughs> running around with like a remote control in her hand. Yeah. And they've probably been there for a day. Yeah. Like, this, what other job has she done? Like, it was just so weird. And she's like trying to slam doors after this woman. It's yeah. just like very awkward, but further proof in case you weren't fully on the side of Jules is a monster. Yeah. This is like, oh, Jules is a monster. I applaud the woman for being stony though. Yeah. I'm just like not non reactive. Yeah. That was the right choice. Um, so Alex and Dabney decide to throw a, single life party for mm-hmm. tinsley at honor, butter at butter and they it's like a bunch of their girlfriends and dale and, and jules and they sit around a table and pick out they bring they each bring a blown up photo of a man they want what just the game of, yeah. that they do during this single yeah. party is wild they each have a photo a blown up photo on a like a headshot of, a headshot on like a piece of cardboard of an eligible bachelor yeah like with a with like a border on yeah it. and like america's next top model yeah. style they're like tinsley's never dated and so one Alex theme, seems to have made a full recovery yeah. from her debilitating yeah. eye injury <laughs> alex is doing okay alex is bounced back quickly thank right. god um 
so one thing that I I don't think either of us were surprised at was that every man was white. Yeah. And they all were Jules, just... this was like <laughs> an old, like an Irish Facebook. drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, the last person that would ever want to like recommend a suitor for me <laughs> is Jules Kirby. She goes, this is Mike Riley. I was like, even that name, like I already know, like I have no interest in yeah. Mike Riley. He looks like a frat boy yeah like it was like it was like a, some facebook photo of some like frat guy who like called me faggot once. <laughs> yeah like, like lit a cross on yeah. fire like it's a joke <laughs> once and she's like this guy would be great and she's like uh, this is mike riley yeah like okay great jules <laughs> you did the assignment thank you jules <laughs> and then she went down and like sipped her wine hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted me undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with me undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at me undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com/sexy. That's meundies.com/sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies, comfort from the outside in. 
Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. And then, you know, they all go through there and all of them, a lot of them have blurred out photos, blurred out faces. And then Dale goes, I have someone. She goes, in an ideal world, this is who my eligible bachelor would be for you. And then she holds up a photo of. She's like, someone smart, someone charming, someone who, who is a wonderful choice for you. And then she's like, and my pick is. And then she holds up a (laughs) wedding photo of Tinsley and Topper. Like a photo of him, and it's blurred it's out. Truly, the mega troll of the yeah. century. And she smiles, and she goes, "What?" And then she goes, "Where's the applause? Where's the laughter?" <laughs> and Tinsley's like, "Wow, mom, wow, that was just really." And then it's like clearly, and like even Jules is like, "Ooh." Jules is like weirded out, which to get any sort of emotion out of her takes a lot. And then like Dabney, real talk, like shames Dale, yeah. and then you can tell that Dale is actually like incredible embarrassed about the whole situation because she goes she's like smiling and she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) okay i'm sorry yeah but it was like she knew she fucked up i think producers were like dale you know what would be wild is if in this scene you just like (laughs) held up a picture of tinsley topper and then dale was like that would be funny yes i love that idea tinsley was legit like tinsley was traumatized dabney went into like fight or flight she mode was, yeah she was like in fugues <laughs> jules felt something for the first time in decades and alex was like alex was like pressing charges my eye yeah <laughs> alex was picking you look at alex she's like a she shard a shard of glass yeah it's like a six inch shard she grabs it but then it just keeps going and going <laughs> it's like in black swan <laughs> she holds the, the she plucks the feather and she holds it and you see her eyes are all like red and bloodshot. yes alex is fully like going through like body horror <laughs> this entire season alex go, alex comes home that night and like coughs up like an like, ice cube yeah or like a she coughs up like some like thatch yeah like, and she just had it and just like slowly something's happening to her body yeah and her husband is like honey are you okay and she's like yeah and she like there's some blood on the thatch and she like flushes it down the toilet and mm-hmm. she's like <laughs> but she's like slowly like her hands are starting to like fall off yeah like, something happened to her something is going wrong and yeah. she thinks it's from this glass that was thrown at her but yeah. it's actually like 
far more sinister than she could ever imagine. So that was happening for her at the single life party. Yeah, the shard. So it was a lot of, <laughs> a lot <laughs> she of. She was sharding things. hard at the table, so she didn't have time to like address Dale. But my my new my new quote in life is, "Where's the laughter? Where's the applause?" <laughs> I love Dale's little cocktail, like I daytime know. luncheon dress. She tried. She really did try, and I love her for it. I and fucking I know love that Dale. She was so embarrassed. She was. I think she thought it was like, what's your ideal? I don't know. She was. I don't know what she thought, but she thought wrong. We love you, Dale. We love you, Dale. Um, They go to a cancer benefit at the marquee, which is like, LOL, that there's a cancer benefit (laughs) at the marquee because it's like, yeah. A nightclub. It's a a very nightclub. Paul goes, how ironic that Jules is at a cancer benefit when you're the girl who faked cancer. I love that. I love that. He's not wrong. But like he doesn't explain it, but we're just taking his word for it. That yeah. She faked like cancer. Jules is just like word on the street cancer faker. Yeah. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Well, he kind of did. Didn't he in the first episode? It was like she. Her parents cut her, her off. Her parents so she, cut it off. So she was like, I have cancer actually. But, Smart. Yeah. I believe him. Yeah. 100%. But I love like that's like a rumor floating around. Like if that's a if that was ever a rumor floating around about me that I faked an illness to get money, I would like go into hiding. I don't think that I wouldn't like, go on a TV show. Well, I don't think that you could even start that rumor about anyone unless they actually did it. Where there's smoke, <laughs> there's fire, and when there's fake cancer, there's when there's fake cancer, there's someone who said I have cancer. <laughs> like <laughs> when there's a rumor of fake cancer, it's because someone went I have cancer. I have cancer. And yeah. Then it turned out to and be then fake. it turned out to be fake. Like you can't be like, oh, he faked cancer, yeah. and then everyone in your life is like, well, Carrie never said he- yeah. anything. So, like, there's no cancer to be fake. Yeah. Something had to have gone down. Yeah. Um, so Paul apologizes to Alex by yeah. saying he goes, it was totally, like, unintentional, and I'm, I'm sorry you got in the way. Yeah. Which I love that non-apology. I also love that, like, you hear Paul doing a voiceover being like, I'm going to go apologize to Alex, and you see him, like, greeting her, and Alex puts her hands up. <laughs> Like Alex is terrified. Like genuinely, like a re- like oh, like don't come near me. But she takes it somewhat well. Yeah. She and goes. Paul- <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I just hate it. She's there's something really affected about the way she talks. And mm-hmm. she goes, a real gentleman would have offered to pay for the drying cleaning. And I was like, well, you know what, <laughs> you know what, Alex. Did look around. There are no real gentlemen. Paul's great. Paul is a real class act. I love he goes, I'm going to this benefit to like honor my mom who's been in remission for like 10 or 11 years. Like, yeah. I love that he like <laughs> 10 to 15 even, years. Doesn't really know. Yeah. Chic. But like, we get a little backstory. We get a little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she didn't fake it. That's for sure. Exactly. Um, Alex sets Tinsley up on a date with Brian Mazza. He was kind of hot. He was really hot. In like that douchey New York like club. But a sweetie. Yeah. I want to do a wellness check on him. He probably would have been a great partner. Um, Also, the week, literally, I kid you not, that we released this this past episode, Prince Casimir was married. No. Yeah. Okay, so Brian Mazza. We're on Brian Mazza's check. He's like a trainer now. He's on the cover of Men's Health. Yeah. And he's a husband. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Damn. Damn. Oh. Ten. Jesus. You could have had this. You could have had. This Aww. guy is a hot. He's a. Holy shit. He's Damn. like a. 
He's such. He's an Insta model. He's like a full Instagram model, married to like just like a regular lady. I love that. He's probably so in love with her. Yeah. Look, he just has a photo of her by herself on like a red carpet. Pregnant. She's like, I love this lady. Happy Mother's Day! Thanks for everything. <laughs> Cannot believe we're gonna have two little boys. Oh, they're having twins. Soon. She's beautiful. Wow. But I love him just celebrating his his wife. He loves his wife and he really loves working out. Yeah. Wow. Damn. His body is insane. His body is... He's shredded up. Sorry, I'm eating. No, it's okay. I had an emergency. Oh, my God. Brian. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, jackpot. Damn. Okay. Whoa. Okay. You guys got to go to Brian Maza on he Instagram. He has like watermelon scroll down until there's a picture of him crouching on a field bubble ass he literally might as well be naked he's wearing like leggings he's so hot and his ass is just like i'm ready to human centipede (laughs) me too (laughs) we're gonna laura and i are gonna human centipede i'll take the back and you can take the front and then we'll just human centipede it the fuck up he's the middle (laughs) oh my god go back god damn He's a gay baiter. That's he like when you know. Baiting. That's when you know you've made it when yeah. you're a hot Insta model and you're gay baiting. Tinsley. Tinsley. What the fuck were you thinking? Yeah, and then Prince, Prince Casimir is married, which is weird coincidence that he literally got married like the day that the podcast episode came out. I also need. We need to talk about him in a second. We but, will. Um. So yeah. So Paul and Alex bury bury the hatchet. Mm-hmm. Tinsley goes on a break with a date with Brian and they go to felipe they go to do you felipe. know where that is no it's on the upper east side but like it okay this is i'm just very it's like a bad no shade to the upper east side but like but i'm like, i'm really darked out by tinsley and her taste in new york because she's like i love Felipe. it's like there's so many there's all these like nice upscale restaurants that are just like there's they're kind of like you know they don't really have a character they're just like there yeah on the upper east side and like all these like Upper East Side, rich people will just eat there. Mm-hmm. And Tinsley is saying that that's her favorite restaurant. Like they're all kind of like fifty plus. Yeah, and she, she just loves, has like an old sensibility. She's like seventy. Yeah, but and she's like I used to go here with Topper. They all know me here. Oh my god! Like, go the, gonna, like, like the what are they going to think of me? It's like Goodfellas when they like go into the. They go in the kitchen uh-huh. and then go down into like the fucking dungeon to eat dinner. Yeah, and like. Brian made sure that they could just have a private room for their dinner. It was sweet. He, it was sweet. He found he out what seemed, her favorite restaurant was. Yeah, and he seemed nice. And then Tinsley like orders a chicken satay, and she's like, "It's my favorite." Like she's just being like silly, and mm-hmm. she's like, "I feel like I'm in high school." Like, but and it's like when you think about it, that's the only time that she ever dated, and that's when she met Topper. So she is kind of in a high school mentality when it comes to dating. Yeah, she she didn't develop. Yeah, but she also says there's this amazing part where. He goes, it's really hard to date in New York. And she goes, oh, my God. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and then they just both laugh. We're like, ow. I'm like, what? <laughs> they have nothing to talk about. And then her voiceover, too, is like, we had a really fun time. We can talk about anything. Just, and just it's like drinking mm-hmm. wine and laughs. So basically, she they gets, like left their phones on the table, too. She gets kind of shit faced. She gets full blown wasted. <laughs> blackout. She's blackout drunk. She's wearing her tank top and skirt with mm-hmm. no coat in and sleet rain. And little booties. And her little booties. <laughs> yeah. Her ankle boop, boop, booties. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Yeah. Her ankle boots are like the most ankle boots of all time. So booty. And like. Then they go to go ice skating, which is like, like, I have a surprise for you. And it's 
first of all, are, is it March or is it like? I feel like it's Christmas time. But Isn't it, that ice skating rink? It's not up all year round, is it? No, it's only up. Th- it's like Thanksgiving it's through, through like January or something. So I feel like it's like must be around like Christmas that they are going. Or it's in February because she goes to Fashion Week, which is like around January or February. Oh, true. So maybe it's like after Christmas, but which is also like, I don't want to go ice skating at Rockefeller Center if it's no, not I've Christmas. I've never wanted to and I don't. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like not on my to-do list. Um, but I feel like for Tinsley, it probably like it's sweet. She's like, oh my God, I want to go ice skating. I love it. And he's it, like, it's raining. It was cute. It was cute. But and she's not wearing a coat. To make it. She's must be freezing. Like, put a coat on. Just put a coat on. You have, you're wearing a shoulderless dress. Like, it's so cold that he probably is not even going to offer her a coat. Because no. Because it's just, like, too cold to take his He's off. He's, like, shivering, holding the umbrella as they make out. And, and then... And then you see... You don't see... You just see their little... Like, their their legs. Yeah. Tinsley's little booties, like, yeah. shimmying back and forth. And then they kiss. And then Tinsley says that she had an out-of-body experience, but like a bad one. Yeah. And in that moment that she was kissing him, decided that she's not ready to date. She, that she only wants to date Casimir. Yeah. But she's basically saying, like, I've only ever been with Topper and kissing anyone else feels... Weird. And like, I'm now with Casimir and like, I'm just going to continue to be with this like psycho guy. Yeah. But so, sorry, Brian, but he had a good... He had a good Brian. one. And now look at him. He's he can, doing great. He's doing great. Mazel on the new kid, Brian. Mazel on the twins and the bubble ass. <laughs> Mazel on your fucking body. And men's health. Damn. And Whew. yeah, follow him. Brian Mazza. Brian Mazza. Jules goes downtown to hang with poor people. Jules literally says every now and then I like to go downtown and hang out with poor guys. <laughs> to the Lower East Side. Also, no one's poor on the Lower I know. East Side. No one downtown is. It's like wealthier than the uptown. This was still playing on the idea that like downtown is shitty and uptown is like wealthy. It's like literally if you're on the island of Manhattan, you're wealthy. It also makes me think that she like doesn't actually live in New York. Like mm-hmm. she, I feel like she lives in like the Hamptons or like Connecticut, and like never like only comes in the city to go to like Midtown clubs. Mm-hmm. And like doesn't like she doesn't it doesn't sound like someone who knows New York not to like be like you don't know New York but like well it just seems like even rich people know that downtown is typical narrative yeah, yeah like rich people like you don't know you no one is like no one's poor. Versus downtown yeah it's very like oh you live in like Greenwich yeah you're coming on the train yeah Anyway, Jules. so she goes to a bar on the Lower East Side with her two friends to her go. Her friend Cleo, and she's like, Cleo's Asian and French, so she gives me that edge that I need to be down here. Basically saying, like, she's not white, so that's what makes it okay for yeah. me to be, like, downtown. She goes, she's gorgeous. But the only time she can be with people of color is when she's slumming it? I guess. Okay, cool. Um, They play, like, Dare Bing Pong, Beer Pong. Yeah, I don't so even know. I don't speak beer pong, so Jules, I don't know what that game was. Jules says that she and her friends like to go and play with the guys. Like we like to like she's like, we like to mess with their heads because they're poor. They don't get it. And she's like, I love being with blue collar people and doing blue collar things. Literally no one is blue no collar that you're hanging that. out with. But also like no one like wealthy people don't say that. No. I don't think. I feel like Jules is being told to say this stuff and she's just like, whatever, like the show's not gonna happen. Yeah. And then like 
smash cut to the show fully happened and she was on camera saying all this shit yeah it's fun to hang out with blue collar people at a scummy bar it's like you fucking it's like asshole those beards probably cost like 16 dollars a piece and they were like night with a nice guy who with looked, a nice guy who looked Clea's like well making dressed. out with him yeah then jules gets like a chat like she gets a dare to show her ass and so she like moons everyone yeah it's like it's like a tuesday night there's no one there she 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 bright lights the camera yeah she reveals her blurred ass and like i just was like oh yeah (laughs) i don't want to no i don't need to see that after a long day at work i don't don't want to see see that. that I felt like Aunt Fanny. And then... Aunt Sassy, sorry. Aunt Fanny. Aunt Sassy. Then they're they're all like drunk on the street and one of Jules' friends is like asking some rando if they have a cigarette and Jules goes, don't ask him. People like don't have jobs around here. Yeah, that was a great (laughs) troll the producers left in. They like zoomed in on her episode. But I love... What actual person? What are you thinking? Like, who says this shit? I don't know. But also, what person says, I love to hang out with blue-collar people at a scummy bar? I don't even think, like, super, like, the people that... Jules, like, does not know what a blue-collar person is. Right, but I also don't even feel like the people they're pretending to be, like, the high-society people, probably say that? No. Maybe? I don't... I mean... I, I don't know. Or or just in public? I don't know. But something is wrong with that girl. <laughs> she also got like really... I think she got like a little like... I'm just still like reeling from her being like, this is Mike Riley. Yeah. Like, thanks, Jules. Like, I would no- stay far as fuck away from anyone that Jules could yeah. recommend. Mike Riley it sounds like a fucking date rapist. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> like, he literally, like, like, roofied. No, Jules goes out with Mike Riley, and Mike Riley, like, roofies girls. Mike Roofie Riley. Yeah. Yeah, we call him Roofie. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Roofie, a.k.a. Mike Riley. Yeah. <laughs> He's, like, some fucking bloated Irish drunk. He looks like a He's frat like boy. Balding. Yeah, he looks like a frat <laughs> Thanks, boy. Thanks, Jules. It sounds like, really, someone Tinsley would love to go out with Mike Riley. Mike Riley sounds like the name of someone who's, like, part of, like, a pact of, like, a fruit frat boys who, like, accidentally killed someone. Mm-hmm. And Mike, it's, like, a name that you see, like, you know, like, when you hear about, like, frat frat boys hazing yeah you see the list of like you know culprits and mike riley is always in there like there's always a mike riley and it's always like you don't just call him mike you call him mike riley yeah like he's one of those guys that just he goes by the full name or just riley yeah yo riley riley is mike riley coming tonight is mike riley coming tonight oh my god that's oh i just got like oh that's so jules that kind of that that energy mike riley's coming guys mike riley's coming later is mike is he coming tonight yeah mike riley's gonna bring coke okay yeah mike riley's dealer is like he's like our friend now yeah it's like weird but he's like coming whatever they'll be here soon whatever he's not white he's like a downtown guy yeah he's like downtown he's like blue collar yeah um mike riley talk to me oh my god mike riley i love you i love you mike riley mike riley stop oh my god mike riley stop (laughs) mike riley stop mike riley come here you're so cute half-assedly being like mike riley yeah this is mike riley (laughs) she pulls like a limp piece of paper out that was so you're right that was so bizarre it was bizarre and like everyone was like 
<laughs> Everyone's like, thanks, Jules. This guy looks like fucking crazy. Like, that looks like a guy who would roofie. Yeah. <laughs> Alex has like this great, like, Brian Mazza glamour like a hot shot. Brian Mazza with like a full modeling. Like, modeling who's like, wow, that's like a sexy guy. What, Someone no. else has like a guy. They're like, like Carter a- Thompson, which was like, sounds like a guy that Tinsley would like. Yeah. And then Jules is like, this is Mike Riley. He can do like three keg stands in a row. <laughs> like, okay, Jules. <laughs> this he is won- Mike Riley. He loves St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> one time on St. Patty's Day a few years ago, he did a line while chugging from a keg. And I thought that was, I don't know, I thought that was cool. One year, Mike <laughs> Riley died for 10 minutes and then got his stomach pumped and came back to life. He was dead. He was dead, clinically dead. For 10 minutes. <laughs> we go to his parents' house every summer in the Hamptons. They have like this super like cool place. It's like right on the beach. It's really nice. His dad is a judge. It's like Mike Riley just like wears boat shoes yeah. and like shorts. My dad and his dad are friends. Yeah. Like they were like, they do like law together. So that's how I know him. Tinsley and- does not want to date Mike Riley. Safe to say she and does not want to date anyone me. who jewels. Yeah. <laughs> we met when he roofied me. <laughs> but then we realized like our dads Our dads worked together and it was actually together. like hysterical. It was like so funny. Like we were like, oh my God, like I you're Mike you're Mike Riley. Like I've known you, like, yeah. But anyway. Mike Riley. Mike this Riley. is Mike Riley. And she like <laughs> takes a sip of her wine. She sits down. She like finally just like shoves it in her purse and then just like sips on her wine. She is. <sighs> she turns to someone and goes, I'm bored. <laughs> she is. That's her entire energy doing this show. Is like she's just doing it, but like doesn't know why. It's like Jules, take some agency over your life. And then she and then she texts Mike Riley and she's like, Hey, what are you doing? Hey, <laughs> what are you doing? She be she heard like Wanna together and do some coke. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? I met I met fucking butter. It's so awful. So fucking lame. Ten Tinsley. Tinsley goes or Alex is sitting next to her she goes are you speaking your text out loud like you just said that to the table and Jules looks up she's like oh oh yeah sorry like whatever and she like takes she just like throws her phone and leaves leaves. I'll see you later dad bye I'm gonna go hang out with Mike (laughs) (laughs) she probably went and fucked Mike Riley like right afterwards Mike Riley was probably the guy that she's fucking right now yeah. I <laughs> love being like, this is Mike Riley. <laughs> I'm fucking him. <laughs> we fuck. We fuck last night. We fuck, but uh, he's fun or whatever. Yeah, it's just like when we do coke sometimes. Yeah. And, like Every once in a while. He doesn't get hard, but like, whatever. Yeah. He's cute. And he's like, he's not. Like, he was cute. He, he was, was like in high school. Yeah, but he's like not cute. Yeah, like 15 years ago. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Um, so, oh, also one thing I noticed was <laughs> when they're making out, her Tinsley, back to Tinsley, and uh, <laughs> when they're making out, you hear the music from the roller rink, and it's, they have like music that they added in, but they, I guess they didn't have, a, they, the editing was really bad that they didn't take the music out from like the oh, AR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you hear day and night, 
as the music's like this cascading romantic song is playing in the background you just hear my god i loved that song when it came out so that time day and night can you imagine romantically making out your tinsley you're on like a beautiful day and then that song you know she's like tensed up yeah like and didn't want to be making out with this guy tmj off the wazoo she's like holding and like butt is clutched like everything is just like she like hates also to be like making out on camera it's so uncouth yeah um then Tinsley goes to Paris Fashion Week. Oh, that was great. That transition. She <laughs> just goes off to Paris Fashion Week. And, <laughs> and it's then just it's like, just in Paris. In and Paris. Goes, Paris and fashion go hand in hand. Paris. Paris and she goes, I'm never The word Paris and the word fashion just go hand, hand, in, hand. in hand. Like goes, a bowl. <laughs> like a bowl or a picture frame. She goes, in New York, I'm known. But in Paris, I need to get my brand out there. So I'm... One thing I was like, okay, I actually admire her for just being like a hustler. Yeah. She's like, shameless I, branding. I need she branding. Front row with Chanel. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. She goes, I'm sitting next to Katy Perry and Rihanna. And Rihanna's face is blurred. blurred which Katie's, is, you know, like Katie like, wanted yeah. hers to be blurred, but didn't feel comfortable setting that boundary. So she was just like, sure. No, I'll sign it. Like, yeah. Sure, totally. Yeah. yeah. And that was like forever on high society. Yeah. <laughs> Rihanna saw it and was like, uh, no. Rihanna, I I, I have a great screenshot of just Katie Tinsley and just this. They cre- blur her entire body. Yeah. Rihanna's like, not this only do I not want orb. my face, I'd want none of me in the show. Yeah, she went, it was like. <laughs> Katie's like, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. Yeah. That's great. Sure, yeah, uh huh. It's like no boundaries, but also like desperation. Mm-hmm. Just, she's like, in her mind, she's like, gotta get my brand out, even though she's so famous at that point. She's so famous, but she's also like, doesn't want anyone to hate her if she yeah. says no. So then she just ends up saying yes. Sure, that sounds good. What's your name? Tammy? <laughs> Tamsy? Tamsy has a new show. Yeah. <laughs> What's your show? On the CW. Ah ha ha. Like, Robin, this is um to Rihanna. She's like, this is Tamsy. Tansy, right? Or Tinsley. This is Tinsley, and she has a new show. Isn't that cool? And Rihanna's like... Sure. Also, this is when Rihanna and Katie were friends. Yeah. When Katie... When Rihanna, like, planned so Katie's bachelor party. So they probably came there together. Yeah. And, like, then were both asked to sign a release, and Rihanna was like, no. And then Katie was like, yeah! <laughs> While they were there at a friend thing. Yeah. Together, well, sitting... And the way she said it, Katy Perry and Rihanna, like, that was... That used to be, like... They used to they just, used, like, ride yeah, hard like together. Yeah. Wow. I love that Rihanna was blurred, though. She knows better than my to queen. get involved with this mess. She's amazing. She's like, this will bring my brand down. She was right. <laughs> Katie. Sure. That maybe. Sure. Okay. Yeah, totally. I'll be on this. What What? What network? CW. Yeah. Okay. That's that's like. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then like acts really like make sure that she is pictured looking so happy to be there. Yeah. Oh, God. It must be stressful being Katy Perry. I know. Just running. I feel like she. Yeah. She's always she's on the nice. run. She's really nice. I'm she's glad she's person. getting married. Tinsley. And she has a moment with Carl. Yeah. She fully has like a conversation with him. And he like, you look great. Yeah. She's like, you make me want to wear black and I never wear black. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, she's a Sheena energy kind of. She does. But I love this. I love like, that. This girl when the headset's like, you literally have two minutes. Yeah. Make it, ha- make it count. Yeah. Then he's, he's like, 
But that, she, God bless her. She got her little fanny she back She got there. her in there. She got in there. She went and sat. Do you Joe know Lincoln's? how hard it would be if you're just like kind of a random, which Tinsley was, not to everyone, but like to mm. most people, yeah. to go sit on the front row Chanel fashion show with cameras filming your reality Carl show Lagerfeld. next to a-list celebrities and still like hold your ground takes a lot i love that's why i i love, I love tinsley, tinsley. And Carl's Carl? like black looks good with blonde hair yeah he's like you look great yeah. you're nice i gotta go but like it was, it was actually nice talking to you next next then um, tinsley is happy because her and kazzy get to hang out after the show which is uh, what she calls him yeah kazzy comes in from london Casim- casimir is like six foot nine yeah like he's like so tall he's a huge giant he's like, he's like the guy from it follows like the naked tall guy that like walks through the he door he is that's what he looks like um Hi. oh little tone tones woken up um so basically casimir and tinsley are taking the streets they're walking 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 and then we cut to Dale. Dale's Dale, back in New York, and she's heading to the New York Society Library. Dale is on a mission. She's like, I... Dale takes to the library. She says, my daughter Tinsley is dating a German prince. It, it is tragic. It is tragic. Says, it is tragic. She goes, those it German people are lovely, but let's face it. Their they history, have some history isn't good. No. And so she walks into the library on a mission. So Dale goes... Dale is like convinced that he's a nazi oh i just you just said out into like the ether i just i i I, like was recording on my phone instead of the podcast mic but dale is convinced that casimir's family has ties to the nazis she's just like and i love that she's not going to research it on the internet she's going to go to the library dale doesn't know how to use the internet reading through books and you just see her going what a history she goes my goodness oh my goodness she goes, my goodness. My goodness, my goodness. Goodness gracious. What a history. <laughs> what a history. And there's this amazing shot of her through the bookcase. <laughs> like, we see her, like, investigating. She just is, like, a perfect being to me. Like, I love someone. Anyone who's, like, researching things on a book and being diligent and, like, having reactions. Cross-referencing, <laughs> just trying to, like, find what it is she's looking for. And at the end of her scene, she goes, I'm checking this book out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she also goes, she goes... Topper's family is, she goes, Tinsley's, she's basically, a, <laughs> I love Dale, she's but she's kind MAGA. of a white supremacist. She's, she's full MAGA. <laughs> she's a white she supremacist. She goes, Tinsley's, with her genes and her blood, she's like, I don't want it mixing with a prince of German, a German prince. She's like, I, Topper I, I, is kn- American royalty. He is an American prince. She goes, what kind of blood will we be bringing into this family? Like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes, Dale. Um, but but then- also, that's a sign of someone that's truly compelling is if they can make it going to the library and checking out a book an interesting scene. I know. <laughs> I want a whole show of just Dale investigating things. Dale is on the case. She's a little, that's why she's kind of like Kristen. She's a detective Dale. Yeah, she's like Kim and Kim Kardashian and Kristen when they like are on like the hunt for something. I love Dale just like getting to the bottom bottom of things yeah but her reaction she goes goodness gracious what a history what a history so dale is like gonna try to find a reason to like she's gonna expose she goes her mission now she goes i have to save tinsley because she's found something that is so horrific yeah that she has no choice but to save intervene yeah to save tinsley's life you see her running her finger down the page she goes Oh my god. Looks up at the camera. I'm checking this out. She is camp. <laughs> She's 
full camp. Dale, Where was she I at the don't Met know. Gala? Her and Tinsley at the Met Gala is truly needed to happen. But Dale is this perfect. Like she is, she's actually the breakout star of the whole. Like everything <laughs> she she's is, in, she's still she's a scene stealer. She is a scene stealer. She should have been on a soap opera. She's incredible. Yeah, she's t- her comic timing. Amazing, is unreal. But Dale's instincts are kind of good because we cut to Casimir in Paris, and he's Tinsley's like, "Wow, I, I was, you know, it's sad not to have you in the same city as me." And he goes, he breaks the fourth wall. He goes to the producers. He goes, "Okay, stop filming, stop filming. I didn't sign up for that. Stop filming. This is not discussed ahead of time." He goes, "I did you a favor to Tinsley," and I was like, <laughs> "It was so bizarre." I was like, "Wait, is he like?" revealing that they don't actually date and he's just like a prop to her i think he's revealing that like he was not going to be on the show but she asked him to be on the show and film scenes with her as her boyfriend and so they're probably filming a scene that it's like okay we're gonna film you guys at dusk like walking on the streets of paris and like have a conversation like talk about your relationship Uh and then she was like just trying to make small talk or whatever and is like i'm sad in paris when you're not here and then he thinks that she's trying to like set him up to have like an argument or something so then he's like breaking the fourth wall but then he's being like a dick to producers i love that they kept it in because it's just basically like we tried to film a lot of scenes with this guy who was like not playing ball at all but also i at first i thought it was like oh he's uncomfortable like he's not down to like play the reality game like he's like i don't do this like i'm having a real and i was like oh i kind of get it but then please don't but then i also then he's like you you told me you were only going to film me from the side yeah so then i was like oh wait so he's just wants good he's shots just, like, of him controlling yeah he just wanted like his profile and not his like full frontal face also i love that they are clearly at it trying to film this scene for hours i know because like later it's dark yeah and they still haven't gotten it he's like we've been doing these shots all day yeah and he's out- like do you want the shot going in or not do you want it or not yeah and, and then, then he does a countdown yeah that was really abusive person does that yeah like the 10 9 8 7 yeah, 6 i'm gonna like i'm gonna i'm gonna give you 10 seconds and you either like do what I say or I'm going to leave. Get on leave. board or get lost. And, and you see Tinsley's panic. Yeah. And also when he and was... also it's mean to do that to her. It's like her show. You know, know. that she like really wants this. When he broke the fo- like a dick. When he broke the fourth wall, she was mortified. Yeah. She's fully mortified. Yeah. And then we cut to next week and Dale is... Dale's going to go confront at a gala. Casimir. Casimir. <laughs> Casimir, come here. Come here, please. Dale wipes her tears away with her own gown. I know. <laughs> I mean, that episode. Everything Dale does is gold. Yeah. That episode, know. which I know I've watched a few times, that mm-hmm. scene. My goodness. My goodness. What a history. My goodness. We'll, we'll film ourselves recreating that moment. We need to. And then post it. I'm checking this book out. My goodness. <laughs> my, my what a history. Goodness. It's a me reading not narrative nonfiction. Yeah. We'll be back next week for <laughs> episode three of <laughs> episode High Society. Three of High Society. Watch on YouTube. It's on Watch it on YouTube. Available. Oh, and so the, bingeable. The Thank guy, you, Guy Douglas. Guy Douglas revealed himself in the crew. Guy Douglas is not only a Patreon subscriber now. Thank <laughs> you for that. Thank you for posting High Society online. But also, us... Guy has been around like in my orbit for a while. That's funny. And so... What a surprise. Shout out to Guy. Also, shout out to uh, Kenny, who I met... Or Kevin, sorry. I met Kevin at Lady Gaga. 
he came up to me and said he's a fan of sup and he oh loves God. he loves your pod and he loves like what we've done so thank you kevin for making me feel great thank you kevin and in a place where i already was feeling excited do you know that i, I love knowing another lohan or pump head is in the audience i had a run-in with a reader named kelsey when i was in new york i was on the subway and then a door i was just like on the subway like on my phone and a door opened i made eye contact with this girl and then i was just like okay that's a girl and then she came up to me she goes are you lara i'm literally listening to you right now and held up her phone and i was like ah! was really exciting that is shout crazy out shout out to everyone shout out to tony <laughs> shout out to tony for keeping it mostly chill until shout out to right dale now. shout out to dale for checking out a book <laughs> I'm checking this book out. Shout out to Mike Riley. Shout out to Mike Riley. And shout out, <laughs> God damn it, to Jules Kirby. God damn it, Jules. And she also has not been seen or heard from since 2010. She's gone. Do you think her family had her committed and lobotomized? Yeah, I think they like Rosemary. She brought shame to the family. And so they just like took they care Rosemary of her. They Rosemary kennedy her. Oh, that's sad. They did. I hope, Jules, if you're listening... And, and 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 not racist or homophobic yeah and you've like you feel like you want to have like a moment where you're yeah, like redeemed. this is not who i am anymore yeah reach out i eyes wide shut i will redeem her i will redeem someone her. redeem jules someone please, please give your life because to we're sure jules. as hell not going to no i have things to do <laughs> i have a du- i have a son to raise Anyway, thanks for having me back. Thank you for being here. See you next week. Bye. Bye. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.